0: Ray is here on The Blaze Radio Network.
1: 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on uh, Twitter. And we're always on, I mean, you know, just just about always on Twitter. Just tweeting to our heart's content. I mean, that's why they call me Mr. Twitter. Mm. Because I tweet so much. You just didn't, So much. You're just a, a tweeting fool. I can't help it. I love the medium. I love it. <laughs> it's maybe the best there's ever been. Really? Am I right? Am I right on that? I love it. Yeah. Hey, how do you get the 280 characters? How does that happen? What do you have to do to, to uh, do the 280 characters? Because I, I noticed at 140, it still cuts you off. On yours? Yeah. What? Yeah. At 140, I'm done. Starts going red. Now you're into... 141 territory. I'm gonna test this because I'm not. Uh, I think everybody has the 280. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe.
0: Maybe, maybe I'm just maybe i just a 280 and I didn't realize. You're so
1: um, <laughs> prolific, right. That you That's don't realize. That's what it is. That's what oh, I've it is. Got exactly. All these great thoughts. So I don't know. I'm just gonna find out and let you know. Uh, speaking of Twitter, we got some great tweets here at Pat Unleashed. Uh, Struggling pulp uh, tweets. Grabbed this from Facebook, made me think of Pat, and it's types of headaches. You get the sinus headache, <laughs> you get the tension headache. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a cluster headache, and then the headache that comes from explaining basic economics to Democrats. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's, <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah that's, that's that's one that really gets you, and it's it's uh, mm-hmm. it happens more often than the other ones. I'll tell you that. From Amy, what's your <laughs> Amy, mm-hmm. what's face? Uh, put this back under a rock in the fiery chasm of blackness from whence it came. Oh, yeah. Although you got to say. It's where California meets Texas. You got to say chasm. Yeah. When when Texas meets California, <laughs> you've got the. Yeah, it's cute. Look at that. You got the boot uh, slash uh, sandal sandal or whatever. Uh, that's gross. Yeah, I don't like that. You don't like that? No, that's a terrible look. Mm. I mean, it's like commit one way or the other can't have a boot and a flip-flop at the same time but also there's the the uh, chasm situation it's a chasm we that, shouted out across uh, that chasm that chasm oh we shouted out across that chasm I'm Israel <laughs> all right that's what we shouted and we liked it <laughs> oh, <but> they barely <laughs> heard us because there was such a big chasm. <laughs> so um you have 280 characters just okay i do all right just so like, i'm just running out of uh yeah even at 280 gosh uh-huh. i can't imagine what it would have been like at 140 yeah. i don't think i ever tweeted at 140 can we get 420 characters for this man he's mr yeah, twitter please. already Come on let's down. let's give him i mean a since i'm contributing so much yes uh to the platform so many good thoughts that he needs to share stop limiting the man right thank you mm-hmm. thank you keith by the way, that chasm thing—that might be the oldest thing we play. I—I I haven't broken that out for a while, but that's—I think—from 2004. Okay, I—I I right? know one that's older for Two, sure. 2003. A cat can give birth to kids kittens in, in, in the oven that don't make them biscuits. That's from. You're right. 2001. Yes, it is. Houston time. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and don't forget about the—I uh, guess there's a Pat Gray Unleashed fan page yes in addition to all our other social sites on facebook yep amy what's her face runs that that's Uh, really cool of her to do that she's the admin over there that's really cool and she's just asking that look if you want to be a part of that community then you've got to show that you're a pat head yeah three questions are easy questions to answer if you're if you're not a pat head then you're obviously a fat head and (laughs) we don't want any fat heads on the on the site (laughs) yeah, She tells me Uh, there's somebody named uh, James Brown, who's a big contributor over there. Um, James James Brown? Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, the singer from heaven who's uh, reaching out with the Wi-Fi connection up there. I kind of doubt it. But uh, anyhow, I'd like him to contribute during the program. I mean, you know, you could tweet at us. I guess you have to answer three easy questions Mm -hmm. to be approved for membership. So that's kind of cool. (laughs) To weed out, you know, interlopers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Everyone likes such as uh, this guy. Oh, no, this guy. <laughs> Here we go. Over the weekend, <laughs> uh, somebody tweeted out, well, the White House tweeted out first, the official White House Christmas tree. oh look serves, at that. Yeah. They're, okay. So they're talking about how big it is. Mm-hmm. This year's tree is five plus meters tall, 16 years old, huh. and displayed in the blue room. Okay? Great. Okay. The tree species, it's a Douglas fir. This came from Pennsylvania. It was presented by Larry Snyder. Ah, oh, good old Larry Snyder. So, a pat head, uh, Zach, uh, tweeted, So, because it's five plus meters, uh-huh. I guess we may never know exactly how tall the official White House Christmas tree is. <laughs> <laughs> to which Uh-oh. some non-pat head, uh-huh. in other words, a fat head, uh, <laughs> tweeted, Bill Wimmer, I guess you'll never know that a meter is 3.28 <laughs> feet and you probably never knew that a that a meter was a little longer than a yard. <laughs> I'm sorry it's not that hard and I'm not that smart. Clearly. Um, obviously. <laughs> clearly. You didn't have to tell us that, but thank you. But a meter is a little bigger than a yard. The whole world knows the the this except dummies except dummies <laughs> and pat heads yeah yeah and so i try i mean i uh, see you tried you tried to put it into its I proper invited place to be a part of the gang you oh know? goodness Patheads. seeing this guy's tweet and realizing someone doesn't understand the context of the joke sigh uh bill <laughs> if you'd care to join us monday morning at 6 a.m. Central. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have you over on Blaze TV, yeah. iHeart Radio. And he didn't respond, so I don't know. I guess he What he's... a stunning surprise that is. Yeah. Um... Okay. <laughs> I hope it's not the Bill that called during Pat and Stew that was really upset on Mother's Day that we weren't talking about fathers, because wasn't that guy's name Bill as well? It sure was. <gasps> yeah. Remember that? I wonder if it's the same cat. Might be the same Bill. Oh, no. Uh, wish you could talk about dads. Yeah, we... We will on Father's Call Day. Call us back in June, man. I mean, it's May. I don't know why you guys aren't talking about dads. Because it's Mother's Day. Okay. All right. All right. Good time. I don't know why you guys aren't talking about Easter. Because it's Christmas. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right. And this from uh, Joe Joe Bitum. Like, bite him. Like, mm-hmm. you bit him. He does. Uh, no malarkey. The planet, the planet have a favor. Uh, and then a couple of pictures of Al Gore. Oh, yeah. The 10-year challenge where you post the, mm-hmm. a picture, 10 years removed. Okay, cool. 2009. The world will end in 10 years if we don't act. Uh-huh. 2019. The world will end in 10 years if we don't act. <laughs> and I know they said something very, you know, he said things... That haven't planned out. I don't know if he said exactly that. I don't know if Gore has ever claimed the world's going to end in 10 years. He made many predictions, though. Oh, he's made uh, a million predictions that haven't come but true. But I guess just... I don't know that he's ever said it, the world would It end. wasn't cool back when he was spelling out doom and gloom to yeah. say the world's going to end. Or no, else he would have. Yeah. Instead, it was, you know... Well, they thought they could panic us with what they were doing 10 years ago. Now they realize they haven't panicked us, and now they're trying to panic us. And they're trying to manipulate us, and it's it's just really pathetic. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad and pathetic to watch. Uh, we also have, a, a, I think, a pretty important update on the Chick-fil-A donation story that we had uh, late yesterday. Yeah. A little clarification. I don't know how much better it makes it, uh, but, but maybe a little for Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll get into that in a second. First of all, um, got a fun video here that oh. leads us into... Uh, something else I want to talk about. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. We got the, this the, is a, uh, the video of the dog showing us how to eat lettuce. Yeah. We have that. Watch this. Wait, that's not... That's not the video. I see, the rabbit is supposed to be eating the lettuce, right? Okay. But the dog Th- is... This isn't quite the video I sent, That's not the video you no, sent? No, no. Uh, was, vi- was it a video of a dog that doesn't like lettuce? Yeah, this guy was handing the, the dog some lettuce, and the dog would How just... did this happen, then? I have not a clue, man. Uh, okay, so And he was just spitting it out. He was just spitting it on the floor, so we'll have it for some other time, I guess, but... Uh... Yeah, that looks like a mess right there that I'm not willing to clean up. What a dumb dog. I mean. It's a cute dog, though. Yeah, but still dumb. I, but think, if, I think that was Bill. You know, I, lettuce doesn't offend me that much. Oh, it's yeah? I thought kale. it was anything, anything green. It is kale that offends me great. Mm. Broccoli that turns my stomach. It is, uh, you know. Brussels sprouts? Brussels. Oh, good gosh. Brussels sprouts. Oh, ah, well, come on. Grill them. grill them. Grill <laughs> them. Can't do it. Really? Not even grilled? No, the texture. It's just oh, so nasty. And the smell. Ugh. It's, mm, like, it's better than kale. No. Well, I don't know. I don't know if anything's... Have I ever told you that when we were in New York, I don't mm-hmm. know that I've ever talked about this on the air, in a room about this size. You remember the room that I sat in? Mm-hmm. And so it was me and Natasha in this room... And they had this guy coming in developing pictures. for, And he was there developing pictures or something. Some artsy guy for a couple months. And every day for lunch, Pat, he would cook kale. And he would come in there and he would sit and eat it. And it would fill up the room with just reek of kale. And Natasha and I would just look at each other like... Really? Yeah, yeah. Dude, dude's got the kale again? And, just, and see, oh. back then, we didn't know about Field of Greens. I don't know if they had <laughs> Field of Greens back then, but you could have turned him onto it, and he yeah. could have avoided that nasty habit. Exactly. Ugh. Field of Greens. Uh, it is made of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables, full serving in every scoop. It'll boost your immunity using antioxidants pre and probiotics. It's real food. It's not extracted from anything. Uh, so this is good stuff. If you, if you don't get a lot of vegetables in your diet, and I certainly don't, uh, then turn to Field of Greens so that you can still be, you know, healthy, happy, uh, have energy. Go to BrickHousePat.com get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. It's BrickHousePat.com Offer code PAT. <music>
0: This is Pat Gray Unleashed
1: Uh, Okay, so yesterday the Republicans released their impeachment report uh, And they basically said Democrats have nothing and they're grasping at straws I mean, that was the gist of it, they didn't say it exactly like that Uh, But they kind of called out the Democrats for, you know, just their hatred for the president And it seems appropriate. And I guess the Democrats are going to release a report either today or tomorrow. And then, of course, there's the House Judiciary situation tomorrow where they're bringing four experts, four constitutional experts. So we're going to hear about impeachment uh, and whether or not it's appropriate and whether or not, uh, what is uh, a high crime and misdemeanor and all that. Now, Jonathan Turley is going to be one of those experts. So... Hmm. There will be some sanity spoken, I think, uh, during this hearing. Mm-hmm. But the other three, you got to believe, are just uh, Democrat shills, and I'm sure we'll have nothing important to say. <laughs> and I can't wait to see it because uh, they're gonna—they've got so much of nothing that, and they're so excited about the nothing they have. <laughs> Although I don't, I'm starting to—I'm starting to think there there might be a little caution taking hold in the Democrat Party. They might not be quite as excited about this. They might know that, geez, the the people realize we've got nothing here. Independents weren't swayed by this charade we put on uh, last week and the week before. And so, uh, some of them might be hitting the caution button. Hmm, We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Meanwhile, there's no caution when it comes to global warming. As we uh, talked about with Al Gore, they're willing to do and say anything at this point. <clears throat> now, the reason they don't say the world is going to end next year is because next year comes around too soon and then they'll be disproven that quickly. So it's always got to be several years down the road to where if they're wrong, you forgot about their prediction. You know, Ten years from now, you're not going to remember unless somebody reminds you a lot that, remember ten years ago they said the world was going to end and it didn't? <laughs> well, yeah, but it's about to. So, I, I don't know. There's no winning this. Um, but as this week's Global Warming Climate Summit starts... Oh, yes. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres says our war against nature must stop. And we know that it is possible. We simply have to stop digging and drilling. We gotta... <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay, you go back to your country uh antonio wherever that is i don't remember where he's from and you guys stop digging and drilling okay you exist on wind or solar energy and we'll see uh, how long you last okay you go to nothing but wind and solar knock yourself out in this country we're going to continue to to uh utilize our resources our god-given resources we simply have to stop digging and drilling and take advantage of the vast possibilities offered by renewable energy and nature-based solutions. Yet, yeah, what are they? Show them to me. <clears throat> because we don't have anything that is actually viable right now. We also see clearly that the world's largest emitters are not pulling their weight. And without them, our goal is unreachable. <clears throat> and of course, China is the world's largest emitter by far. The United States has actually cut back its emissions by a lot. We're one of the few countries that has. So why don't you call out China on this? Thank you. And they never will. Mm -mm. They won't because they're cowards. Last year's UN Climate Summit in Poland yielded a framework for reporting and monitoring emissions, pledges, and updating plans for further cuts. But sticking points remain. Oh. Not least, over an article on how to put a price on emissions and so allow them to be traded. Aha! Uh-huh. They're trying so hard to come up with a global tax on carbon. Oh, they—they want a global carbon tax so badly they ache. I don't even want to entertain the possibility that we do not agree on Article Article Six, and I believe that's the carbon tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are here to approve guidelines to implement. Article 6, no, not finding excuses not to do it. Two weeks hmm. of these irrelevant countries mm-hmm. doing irrelevant things mm-hmm. that are going to end up affecting our lives. Mm. Mm-hmm. They're going to force themselves to be relevant. So you notice there's a couple of things they're doing right now. They're calling this a war and they're trying to change the name that we call this from climate change because it started as global warming and then there was no warming for 18 straight years. 18 years. 18! I was waiting for that. I mean, seriously. 18! In a row. And and so they had to change it to climate change because then the cold could also be drawn into this. Then they could say, oh, the polar vortex, that's so cold. Yeah, it's winter. Stupid. That happens in the winter. I lived in Montana. We had the, you can call it whatever you want, whether it's Canadian Arctic air or a polar vortex or whatever it is, or just... Mm dang cold air, uh, but we had polar vor- vortexes that lasted weeks on end. Nobody was calling it global warming or climate change. Mm-mm. They called it winter mm-hmm. and then, because that's what it is. Uh, and so John Kerry's joining in on that. Uh, here's John Kerry talking about the war that we've got to treat
2: uh, with this like no country is getting the job done. Right, that's I mean, right. the simple John. reality is that we are way behind, way behind way the eight ball. Be, Things yes. are getting worse, not better. Are and they? And so John? We, we have our unlikely allies coming together here. There's no group that has no. people as diverse as ours in terms of nationality, age, R- gender, right, yes. ideology, mm. background, life experience, and
3: all of these people
2: <laughs> have come together saying, "We've got to treat this like a war. I mean, like a it, war. It, it, there it is. It has to there it is. Thank uh, you, John. require decision making and right, organization right. and efforts that are just not taking place. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's we've got to treat it like a war. We're fighting a war. This is like the war on the Nazis. That's what they'll be saying soon. That's this is soon. like World War II. We've got to be, go back to World War II and mobilize our industry. They've already said that. We've got oh. to treat it like World War II and mobilize. We've got to turn our, our carbon emitting. Uh, uh, large uh, auto manufacturers. We gotta, t- we gotta make them tr- tr- change over uh, to renewable energy. Fighters. Uh, they, they're the, uh, the be on the front lines of this war. Oh, he signed up for on this nature war because he thought there was gonna be purple hearts doled out to him. Probably. <laughs> so if I you know, <laughs> yeah. claim that I'm in a war uh, against the climate, we're <laughs> gonna get decorated. Maybe I could get another purple heart. You might remember back in Vietnam. Every time a bell rang, I got another purple heart. Wait. It's kind of like uh, Zuzu on It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, I, 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 I. Look, Daddy. Every time a bell rings, yeah. John Kerry gets another purple heart. Oh That's right, Zuzu. Uh, that's right. a boy, John. a boy. Fell down and, 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 and skinned your knee. Uh, get, 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 get a purple heart. Uh-huh. Got a little boo boo on your finger, John. Get, 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 get another purple heart, you say. Mm. There's another purple heart for John Kerry. Do we get do we get purple hearts if we like mm. if we sweat between the building in the car in the parking lot, like on that wall? Yeah. Does the sweat come down and kind of sting you in the ice? Yes. 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 Get, get, get another purple heart, you say. And mm-hmm. work on my. Jimmy Stewart haven't for a while. It uh, worked out nicely. I liked it. It seemed like it was kind of a cross between Jimmy Stewart and Al Gore there. I, I don't know. 888 Thirty Three Ninety Three. 93 In America, a lot of us are in pain and you know, we spend a lot of money trying to fight that pain and sometimes in the fight you get addicted to some drug that you're taking that really may not even help fight the pain but it just makes you care about the pain less. There's something you can do uh, that's different that is drug-free, 100% drug-free, and you, you know, you're going to fight the inflammation. If your pain is inflammation-based, relief factor is the way to go. Keith swears by this. Glenn swears by this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love it, too. I, I th- but my pain isn't inflammation-based. It's uh, from ruptured discs. So this was created by doctors. Who put four key ingredients that each help your body fight against inflammation? Now they offer a three-week quick start, it's just nineteen ninety-five. Give it a try for three weeks. Isn't it worth 20 bucks mm-hmm. to to see if your pain can be managed in this way? Join us and get your life back. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Unleashed. Uh, Barry, uh, uh, Barry, don't you know me? Maybe it's because I didn't start with that. Hey, uh, George, George Bailey, you say. Remember when there was snow back in the day? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm yeah trying to lead trying George to lead down the road back into right? yeah because there was snow, right? And now there's right. no, not. No, no. Now there's not in the war. In the war on climate change. Climate change. You say, I don't know where you're going with that. I'm, I'm, trying I'm, just, I'm just trying to set you up. <laughs> okay. I'm failing miserably. Uh, but yeah, but that's, that's, the new, that's the new verbiage now. <coughs> it's it's, it, it's got to be a war on something. And, and the UN for the next two weeks calling it the war against the climate, war on climate change. Well, here's why. And now you got John Kerry that. Oh, I know exactly why. And I will let you go ahead and you tell us why. Why they're calling it a war on something. Because the other wars on things have worked so well. Mm. Uh, the war on poverty for instance, which started in 1964 with uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson, maybe one of the three worst presidents in the history of this country. We've spent, since that time, $23 trillion on the war on poverty. And that's why we've eradicated completely any kind of poverty. Mm-hmm. That worked so well. Wait. No, it, the, the poverty rate in the U.S. was 14% when they started it. The poverty rate today is 14%. So, hmm. but yeah. what if we hadn't? It's to spend going really all that well. Money? That war, <laughs> if we hadn't spent all that money, it'd be a hundred percent poverty. Probably rate. right, Keith. Mm-hmm. We had to spend that much just to keep it where it was. No, the you, war on drugs, though. Yeah, the war. nobody's on drugs anymore. That's true. We right? don't have to worry about that. Uh-huh. We don't have an opioid crisis. There's, there's no heroin being injected into people's veins. Well, oh, wait. No, it's worse than ever. Yeah. Stinking war on drugs, and, and, and that's just it, though. Uh, if you want to mobilize the public, if you want to get them behind or at least sign off on large federal expenditures, yeah, say so we got to mobilize, we got to get together, right. gotta, the war, we got to, yes. we got to, we got to declare war, we got to fight this war, we've got to fight it like it's a war, 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 war. Uh, World War II, Remember how we handled World War Two? This is bigger than that. This is as as threatening. A problem as the Nazis were. I mean, we're, we hear that kind of that's stuff even now. That's precisely what they're saying. It's what? unbelievable. It, it's really amazing. Uh, that's why the Atlanta City Council now has voted to ban all plastic. <laughs> they're going to ban plastic at all city buildings, including the airport. Oh, this is going to go well. Wow. So they voted Monday afternoon to ban single-use plastics at all city buildings, including the airport. The bill will now head to the Atlanta mayor. Keisha Lance Bottoms. Uh-huh. That's a cute name for a person. For her approval, <laughs> okay. this is not good. If she approves, the ban won't go in, in effect until clear next December. <laughs> so oh. a year from now, uh-huh. they ban all all plastics. And you know she's going to sign the bill. Wait, so that is crazy. Straws, uh, yeah, straws, uh, bo- you know, plastic bottles. I guess utensils. Bags, all of it goes. What you can't, you can't mean the the water bottles, can you? Are you going to ban water from being sold at the airport? I eat a lot of food at the Atlanta airport. I mean, Dan, if I'm walking around there with a a a Coke without a a lid on it, you know. Yeah, I mean, it does say plastics, period. Straws, utens, but this says straw, plastic straws, utensils, and bags. It doesn't Mm. include. But it would have to include because they're all plastic. This is ridiculous. It would this have is to a include third mortification of yet another American city. It's pathetic. That is ridiculous. In a you know in a reasonably conservative state like Georgia, I know I know Atlanta is probably the one hot spot where you've got yeah it's gross uh, liberal control. Yep. Gross. Not not everyone is behind the ban. Opponents say it will cost companies more to produce alternatives to plastics. You think? Uh, but Faroki says the cost pale in comparison to the impact on the... You know, oh, we can't afford it? not to! Councilman uh-huh. Faroki. Okay. Okay. This is the responsible thing to do, he said. It's a small but meaningful step to take to reduce the reliance on products derived by fossil fuels. Uh, again, there are there's no such thing as a fossil fuel. Uh, fuel, wait, our, wait. our oil does not come from fossils. This is going from <clears> uh, <throat> the Pat theory to the Pat fact? <laughs> yes. Yes. So there is no such right, no this, such uh, thing. There's no such thing as fossil fuels. They're oh. not from fossils. The fuel is some renewable goo that naturally occurs in the earth. I, 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 that's what I maintain. Got the sniffles there. Continue to believe it. Yep, I've got the, uh, the snotty sniffles. Wow, the snotty sniff there at the end. <laughs> uh, this is. Why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we take? An advanced society, and then we sit around and we figure out ways to take to us ruin it. back. Yeah, yes. I, I, on on something that is a theory at best, but is really just a money making scheme for people like Al Gore and people like John Kerry, who say, "Let's call it a war on something so we can cash in on the mobilization." Mm-hmm. I can't. Uh, yeah, I kind of take exception to your throwing Al Gore into that category. He's only made five hundred million to a billion dollars on that. That's not that much when you consider like Jeff Bezos has made so much money mm-hmm. on something legitimate. I'm so excited, though, that we get Thanksgiving coming up because I need a holiday because it's uh, we don't have Thanksgiving got Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving to look forward to. Going to sit back and take four days happened. off and Thanksgiving just hang happened. out with the family and chill out because this world is already crazy. Happened. Can't wait for Thanksgiving to get here. What? Yeah, it already happened, but it shouldn't. I mean, we're finding out from uh, really important people how bad Thanksgiving is. <laughs> Where's that story? Oh, oh, oh I yeah. love that one. Oh, oh, the the chick from uh, yeah, the chick uh, from Big Bang Theory. Yes, who played Blossom? How old? Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah, her name is uh, that's right, sure. Malik something or other. Sure. I think. Yeah. Uh Mayim Bialik. Thank you. Wow, it's not Malik. It's wow, Mayim that's Bialik. A mouthful. Well, that's uh, you know, <laughs> Dylan for some reason knows Ma- uh, Mayim Bialik's <laughs> nice. name that nice. quickly. Well, wow. I mean. Dylan's. So you're uh, either a Big Bang Theory or uh, you loved Blossom. I'm I'm guessing it was Blossom, Dylan. Can you confirm or deny? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's about to. No, he doesn't have. He loves to his hate. Microphone him. isn't okay. isn't working. That's why. I can't. Do hear we know? Him. Yeah, I okay, I barely heard him too. Mm. Anyway, here she is talking about this. I grew up coloring pictures of pilgrims and indigenous people of the Americas. Mm. We called them Indians when I was a child, (gasps) having this beautiful, joyous Thanksgiving meal together. Uh There was corn and turkey and pumpkins and a cornucopia of stuff just pouring out on the table. Everybody's having a great time. The truth is, European invaders came to this land, took it from the indigenous people, raped, pillaged, gave them all sorts of diseases, (laughs) called it their own, and desecrated a culture. It is one of the grossest examples of gender in recent history, oh and much as I don't want to think that Thanksgiving's about that, it's really hard for me to not think about that
3: when I think about Thanksgiving.
1: Why don't you keep that uh, to yourself, on your inside voice, M- Maya Miam Bialik, whatever her name is? Uh, that is that. It's a crock of BS. Mm. So now we're lumping the Pilgrims in with genocide, <sighs> like they came here and purposely wiped out all the Indians. The Pilgrims were the ones that were friends with the Native Americans. They dined together. They signed a peace pact that 50 years later, it was the Native Americans who broke that pact. Why don't you learn just a little bit of history? Pat Gray.
2: Unleashed.
1: Uh, uh. that right. 888-933-93 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter uh, where Occam's Electric Razor tweets I don't understand how we're supposed to fight a war on climate change if we're all supposed to give up our guns. Oh yeah. What happens when climate change comes to our front doors? They <laughs> just want climate change to win. Right, because those cold fronts can be brutal. Yeah, they can. You gotta be and prepared with your how guns. How are you gonna defend yourself? Huh? You're not. Lieutenant Colonel Zock tweets, congratulations to poverty on winning the war on poverty. (laughs) (laughs) From the Steve 42, actually calling it a war makes sense. It'll drag on for decades, cost trillions of dollars, and just make the problem worse. Wow. Mm -hmm. So true. Mm -hmm. See Afghanistan. See Iraq. Uh, See the war on poverty and the war on drugs. Polar cyclone vortex bomb. Everyone knows when America declares war on something, it automatically fixes the problem. Yeah. Yep. Cleans it right up. Yes, sir. And Democrats especially know that, don't they? They love to declare war. (laughs) Love it. Uh, Speaking of this problem with uh, Miam Bialik or whatever her name is from Blossom and uh, what's the other show she does? Big Bang Theory. Yeah, Big Bang Theory. Mm. Wow, she was on that. That was a pretty big show, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Very big. So she's talking about the genocide brought on by the Pilgrims, which please just look into things. Would you please find out what the real circumstance and did we do things wrong? Yeah, we did uh, all along the way, but especially when it came to Democrat progressives like, I don't know, Andrew Jackson, mm-hmm. who Democrats love. And he tried to wipe out the Indians, tried desperately made packs with them, broke them. I mean, Davy Crockett fought against that guy. They were good, close, personal friends. Mm. And Crockett uh, had such a disagreement with him. That's one of the reasons he left. Yeah, Andrew Jackson was just a bad guy. Not and, a good guy. Yeah. And, and when he was a general in Florida, you know, he ignored uh, what I think it was uh, President Madison was telling him, no, don't do this. And of course he did it. And he did it anyway. He did it anyway. And then when he was president, he ignored the, the Supreme, Supreme Court. Court's order right. and said, nah, get these Indians out of here. And yeah. you get Even the though trail he was told That was unconstitutional <laughs> by the Supreme Court. Didn't care. Just did it anyway. <laughs> so don't talk to me about that. I mean, look into the. These are your heroes. Yeah. In in every case, they're they're your Democrat heroes from the past. Jumping on this bandwagon is Colin Kaepernick now. Oh, good! What's he doing? Uh, this is great. Do we also have a, we have a video of uh, Colin and some? Yeah, other things yeah, we he got him uh, hanging out okay, on uh, Thanksgiving morning. With oh, he ind- went to Alcatraz yeah. to celebrate with Indigenous peoples. Indigenous people's sunrise ceremony on the 50th anniversary of the occupation of alcatraz that's fun mm. okay here he is just having fun we uh, the native americans reclaim this land known as alcatraz island oh, in the name of all american indians by right of discovery <laughs> we will purchase said alcatraz island for 24 dollars in glass beads and red cloth <laughs> a precedent set by the white man's purchase of a similar island about 300 years ago Signed, Indians of All Tribes, November 1969, San Francisco, California. Oh, okay.
3: okay. So, so they been took it over. it 50 years since the occupation, ah. and that struggle has continued for that 50 years. Yeah. Before that 50 years, it will continue from this point.
1: Colin, okay.
3: It's our Buddy. responsibility to right. honor our ancestors it, and honor it. our elders uh-uh. by carrying on that struggle. <laughs> Don't let their sacrifices be in vain. That's why it's important for all of us to be here today. That's why. To show that we're together, that we're unified, that we have that solidarity. <laughs> and I hope to spend many more of these with you. Yeah! Ah. yeah.
1: Yay! Did you hear that? He's making plans to spend many more of these yeah. with it. it, it and it, the, that November twentieth, right? That anniversary falls in the middle of football season, so we know he's got mm-hmm. the time. Right. He's that's not going to be busy doing something else. That's true. You can hang out with him every year. How is it that this guy? This stinking guy is all of a sudden a sought after speaker for anything, for any cause, by anybody. He suddenly let everybody know that he hates America with his little protest, with his little kneeling protest. And then everybody said, it's not about the flag. And he said, yes, it is about the flag. He's made it very clear he hates America. And now everybody from Nike to the Native American tribes want him to come and speak. It's indigenous peoples. Indigenous peoples. Fiftieth anniversary of the occupation of Alcatraz. Wow. I mean, that was a cool little. They tried, you know. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I'm sorry, it didn't work out. I mean, you just mm-hmm. just because there isn't uh, you know a federal <clears throat> representative on the island that you're claiming doesn't mean it doesn't belong to that uh, nation anymore. And by the way, does anybody care if they take Al? Go ahead. <laughs> There's nothing there anymore. Sure. Take it. <sighs> i don't know i mean this how, how did that work out for uh for the uh confederates on sumter island you know uh, Not well the, the government doesn't like it when you try to take over their <laughs> no, they forts in their islands no they don't <laughs> uh but we're hearing this america hating garbage uh all over the place right now uh there was also the pastor that Pete Buttigieg is cozying up to now because he's black and I guess this guy likes him. Mm. He's the one black person, the one (laughs) African-American, one African-American in the whole country that likes the guy. Uh Uh, And so they're having this little discussion and uh, he brought all this up, too.
2: Do you think we need to also stop allowing forces to demonize, quote unquote, people who are trying to get their immigration status?
1: Okay, nobody's demonizing them. I mean, at least nobody... Nobody mainstream is demonizing them just because you oppose illegal immigration and you want American law upheld doesn't mean you're demonizing people.
2: And we start lifting up all the ways they benefit this country, the money, oh. the Social Security, the taxes they pay.
1: Wait, what? <laughs> OK, what about the taxes they avoid? Income tax. Uh, what about the <laughs> fraud they commit? Those are all OK. Don't worry about any of that. I mean, you know what? They they always throw out... Well, they're paying sales tax. (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, when they buy things, I guess, at a state that has sales tax, they they do pay sales tax. Congratulations. Well, when they rent a home, uh, they're paying that person's property tax, too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Whatever. (laughs) Awesome. It's a net loss. And this has been... They've, they've done studies over and over and over again. We lose hundreds of billions of dollars a year because of this. the job to create
2: Somewhere, we, don't we need to say, wait a minute?
1: Yeah, we right. do. We need to say, you know, wait a minute on you. Uh,
2: so, yes. And, uh-huh. and I'm just going to yeah. do some rapid
1: fire. Okay, do. Yeah, I mean, the
2: uncomfortable uh-huh. reality is that an
1: undocumented folks are, in many ways, like Social Security, subsidizing everybody else. Get, get out it. Of- okay. That alone should disqualify him from the race. Shut up. And we need to talk about that.
2: And, and, and shouldn't we have some conversation whenever have people a conversation. say we call people illegal aliens and all these yeah. things that are in, uh, are, they are human and certainly not Christian. Uh, Why can't we just own in America? Yeah. That the, some of the people that are trying to come from Mexico here uh-huh. are coming back to land we stole.
1: There you go. Ah, uh, yeah. They're coming back to land we stole. They actually own it. No. If you want to give it back to the original owners, uh, then you're talking about giving it back to Spain. Let the Spaniards... I mean, for the most part, they had control of that land for 300 years. Nobody talks about that. Mexico actually controlled this land that's in the United States for 15 years. I mean, that's a full decade and a half, though, Pat. Yeah, right. That's true. But they act like it's their stinking birthright that goes back... To the dawn of time. I'm sorry. Everybody has taken land that they weren't indigenous to. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Why are we the only? We and the Israelis are the only ones who are ever bludgeoned for it repeatedly. And how many indigenous peoples took the land from other indigenous peoples? Absolutely. Absolutely. oh It's just mind-numbing. Uh... <laughs> We had a war with Mexico because mostly they were, they were making incursions across the border uh, to Texas, and uh, Polk finally was fed up with it and sent the U.S. Army there to deal with it. We've explained this before. We drove them all the way back to Mexico City. We took possession of the country. We defeated them so handily. We were, we were in control of their, of their capital city. Yeah. But we didn't want to do that We don't, we don't want to take their land well, uh, So we gave it back to them I think we got a good look at Mexico And we're like, no, you guys can <laughs> You guys can hang on to this part But we, we gave it back mm-hmm. All the way to the Texas border mm-hmm. And paid an additional 15 million dollars, which in those days Was a lot of money 15 million dollars, we didn't have to give them a penny We just won the war Who does that? Well, this is the only country on earth That I know of that's ever won territory in a war, then given it back and paid them a certain amount of money And we weren't a wealthy nation at that point in our history either. Not at all. Not at all. (sighs) I'm so tired of... So if you want to cancel the Treaty of Guadalupe, go ahead. But that doesn't give the U.S. back to Mexico. That gives Mexico back to the U.S. And I don't necessarily want that. (laughs) So... (laughs) You know, study history. At least learn what you're talking about. I can't, ah, it's difficult to take. It really is. Yep. So let me tell you about something that isn't hard to take. <laughs> if you have uh, stains all over your carpeting, um, like like we did because of pets and, and grandkids, and I mean things spilled, and you know how hard it is to get dog dogs, Urine stains Mm. out once they've soaked in there nice and strong. Really bad. Yum. So we were about to give up. And then we were introduced to Genesis 950. If you're thinking of replacing your carpeting because of pet stains and odors, you've got to try Genesis 950. Uh, It's an amazing pet stain and odor remover. With water, Genesis 950 breaks down the bonds of stains and odors so that they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet stains uh, from carpeting and padding. Wait, so you don't have to get Mm. new carpet every time your pet defecates in the house? Yes, that's true. That's right. That's helpful. So if you're tired of pet cleaners that just don't work, and there's a million of them out there, they're on the uh, shelves of every grocery store in America. But it's time to try Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial strength Genesis 950 can make up to seven gallons of cleaner. Really great. I mean, uh, my wife absolutely swears by this, and so do I, because we've both used it and seen how effective it is. So you can clean your whole house, too. Bathrooms, kitchens, countertops, granite, uh, quartz, garage floors. It'll get oil and grease stains out. Uh, It's amazing. And so give it a try. Genesis 950. It's available on Amazon.com. But if you order a gallon direct at Genesis950.com, You'll receive a free spray bottle and a nice discount using the offer code Blaze. That's genesis950.com. Genesis950.com, offer code Blaze.
2: This is Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: All right, we found out about another really serious problem with climate change, climate weirding, climate <laughs> really? catastrophe. Oh, wait, uh, global, <clears throat> global meltdown. Global meltdown. Yeah, there's that. Because that reminds us, a, reminds us of a nuclear meltdown, and that's what this is like. That's what it's like. <laughs> Just like it. Also, extremely hot weather appears to prompt early labor. What? Leading to as many <sighs> as 25,000 early births every year Are, is there nothing that they're not that they're not going to contribute or blame on global warming climate change yeah everything I'm bad on. everything you hate yeah uh-huh. um, yeah it's it's because of um, global warming well, climate not, change thank you no nope. climate global meltdown thank you well, we'd get there i knew we'd get there <laughs> the research was published in the journal Na- nature climate change analyzed data on 56 million births from 69 to n- 1988 We weren't even whining about global warming during that time period. Wait, what was the name of this uh, journal? Nature Climate Change. Nature Climate Change? (laughs) Yeah. Wait a minute. I thought we caused the climate change, not nature. Yeah, it's weird. That's a weird thing to name your (sighs) journal when it's about, I don't know, climate change. Mm -hmm. The author, Ellen Borekka, said, We saw a spike in births on hot days. (laughs) This is so ridiculous. (laughs) It's totally ridiculous. A 5% increase in birth rates on days that were over 90 degrees Fahrenheit. (laughs) But when researchers looked at birth rates over the days and weeks that followed extreme heat events, they found a a decline in births. That decline, the study suggests, is the result of births taking place earlier than expected due to... (laughs) Global warming. Uh, Global meltdown. They suggest... (laughs) To Dr. Maslowski. Uh, uh, that in summer, thumb summer month. Most or all of the ice in the Arctic Ridge, in parts of the Arctic yeah, region. Yeah. And this whole time I didn't realize that Dr. Maslowski was an OBGYN. Right? Wow. Comes full circle. So great. Oh man. <sighs> I mean, they, they are doing a really good job of just hammering this with everything. You're, and you're seeing it everywhere. And using, like, 16-year-old girls to push their agenda. I mean, it's despicable what mm-hmm. they're doing. It's absolutely despicable. 888-933-93. Let's take a break from the madness and show you something kind of cool. Yes! Yes, what do you got? Did you see the, uh, the White House all decked out? and melania did her annual tour of the white house and the christmas decorations i have not seen now nobody's going to talk about this because they look great and uh in the media's eyes melania trump can't do anything that's great only only michelle obama so uh here she is i think do we have that What, what are we talking about didn't i not send that in i don't i don't have anything from you today no man. Some days I get 12 things from you. Some days I get zero. This we'll, have is to, zero we'll have to day. show you that in a few minutes okay. uh, where she goes on a, t- a little tour of you know oh, all, cool. the, all the Christmas decorations in the White House. And one thing I noticed that really pissed me off, you know that in this entire Christmas display, there's not a single Mao tribute ornament in the entire White House. Are you kidding me? No tribute to they, Mao. Wait a minute. No. The Trumps got in there yeah. and destroyed that tradition. Yes. Yes. No Mao Christmas ornaments. No Mao Christmas ornaments hanging from White House trees. I mean, is this is this my country? Man, she could learn a thing or two from the Obamas. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're getting your Christmas decorations together, you got those ornaments out. Chairman <laughs> Mao should be one of the first that goes on the tree. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, that's the thing. is inspired by the Obama family. Mm -hmm. My family, we actually rotate every year which Malinite gets to hang the Mao ornament on our Christmas tree. Oh, uh, really? Because it's such a big deal now. And Mm -hmm. uh, so thank you to the Obamas. That's wonderful. uh, But boy, the Trumps, I tell you, you take a Uh, a heartfelt tradition in America. And, And what you see when you... We'll show you the video hopefully later but it's all patriotism all kinds of red white and blue through whoa. their yeah whoa it's, i mean disgusting what do they think this this is america, america? come on <laughs> <laughs> she's so great she's so elegant and she just takes you on this really nice tour <clears throat> it's all beautifully done super classy and you know everybody hates her so much that they won't ever show that to you they won't ever show that side of the trumps and it happened that kind of stuff happens all the time uh, it's just, it's really too bad because she doesn't get any, well, quite the opposite of credit. Uh, she just gets hammered in the press, no matter what she does. Uh, look at the jingoistic Christmas display. American flags on the trees when they said nothing about the Mao ornament. <laughs> we were about the only ones talking about it mm-hmm. back in, when was that, 2012-ish? Ish, yeah. 13, 14. 15? You probably had it on there every year. I'm guessing it was somewhere between nine and uh, 2016. Just ballpark. It's a, that's ballpark. A, that's quite a guess. Just a ballpark guess. Yeah. All right. Somewhere in those eight years. <laughs> Another uh, fascinating piece of uh, really uh, good news. During one of the biggest college football games of the season, <laughs> the play-by-play guy told the story of the origin of Ohio State oh, running back, yeah. J.K. Dobbins. Yes. His mother was considering an abortion when she was pregnant with him 18, 19, 20 years ago, however old he is. And she was in the clinic, decided, no, I can't do this. Turned around, walked out. Now you've got J.K. Dobbins, one of the best running backs in the country as a result, and just a good guy. I mean, that's another story the mainstream media absolutely hates and don't want you to hear at gray unleashed welcome triple 8 93 unleashed on Twitter got this tweet from uh, JE Barton 8 thanks for the James K Polk fact on this Tuesday <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't want to go back to that what uh, what what do you mean I'm sorry what I've got I've got oh. I've got the biography of the man sitting uh, on my desk right yeah, now dang if you'd like it. me to go and Jeez, there's just no time uh, the Steve 42 tweets the original owners of America were some long forgotten tribe of Asians who came to escape the last ice age? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> uh, Pilton Posse, Native Americans believe no one owns the land, so how could we steal the land from them? That is such a great point. It really is. <laughs> it used to be all one land when there was a land bridge that connected Siberia and Alaska. That's why Native Americans say they were always here. From just to muck and fudge, is that pastor even legit? The black pastor with Buttigieg? Mm-hmm. He's not even using a megaphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. All right. Uh, speaking of <clears throat> black pastors, Democrats are freaking out a little bit over the fact that polls are, in fact, showing black support for Trump going up. uh huh. oh Now, I don't know that I believe it's as high as uh, President Trump claimed. What did he say? 34.5 percent. 34 percent. Two polls, though, in the last week have confirmed what Republicans hope and Democrats fear. Support in the black community for Trump is rising. Rasmussen notes, uh, last Friday, we showed black likely voter approval for Donald Trump at 34 percent. Okay. We then found out that a recent widely quoted registered voters-based poll showed black voter approval for POTUS at Mm 34.5%. So there you go. I mean, if that's true, it's over. Uh, If that's true, the Democrats are going to lose big. uh, That's just really something. And, you know, his support should be growing, I would think, based on the fact that their the numbers f- for blacks are better. Their their income is up. The unemployment rate is down, uh, and has hit record levels in certain months. I mean, I don't I don't know how you make the case that he's been bad for blacks. I, I don't understand that. By the way, no major candidate in the Democrat Party <clears throat> would consider an anti-abortion running mate. Now they don't have to worry about that because their running mate's going to be a Democrat, and I don't think there are any pro-life Democrats anymore. But uh, they this is how this is how important abortion is to the Democrat Party.-hmm. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, let's see. I think she was every single every major Democrat candidate, with the exception of Tulsi Gabbard. I don't think she's who answered. didn't take the survey, yeah. uh, would would not uh, be in be pro-life. Candidates Joe Biden, Cory Booker. Pete Buttigieg, Julian Castro, uh, Harris, Sanders, Warren, and Marianne Williamson and Andrew Yang would not consider a running mate who opposes abortion rights. I think you you stumbled into a Democratic fun fact there where you said, I don't think there are any more pro-life Democrats. Yeah. So maybe that's why they can't appoint a a, a Veep candidate that's pro-life because there are no pro-life Democrats left unless they all want to appoint Joe Manchin, right? Yeah. Which, no, they're not going to. Um, They might as well say, I I wouldn't have a unicorn for a running mate. Well, yeah, there's no unicorns, so you probably wouldn't. I I wouldn't have a flying beaver as a running mate. Oh, come on. I would totally go with a flying beaver. (laughs) But see, there aren't any, so it would be difficult. Now, if there were some, you'd consider it, right? Because yeah. a flying beaver is cool. Oh, can you, you imagine, imagine the how campaign you... trail? Exactly. Uh, campaign I don't trail, know, campaign ads, it'd be fantastic. I know I'm your nominee, but you all came to see the flying beaver. <laughs> Come on, flying beaver. Get up here. All right. No Democrat presidential candidate would consider a flying beaver. Why the hate? Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that would be quite the campaign stop, I'll tell you that. Yes it would. My goodness. I'd love to see it. <laughs> I'd be there for that. I I'd go to the rally, I think, to see the flying beaver. Oh wait, Rocky Rocky was a, oh, he, was no, a oh, oh, yeah. he was a squirrel. Oh yeah. Right. Sorry. Uh <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I thought we were there. Yeah, not <laughs> quite. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, did you see the the video of uh or the image of the Iowa voter sitting in the diner? Apparently didn't know who Joe Biden was. Now I thought he was just ignoring him because he didn't like him. Mm-hmm. Supposedly uh, he was ignoring him because he doesn't know who he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got the uh, we got the image of the guy. Yeah. So he's sitting there. Now, if you look closely in the upper right corner of the screen, it is the Alabama Auburn game, and that was such a sensational contest. Uh, yeah, he was. Trans. I don't care who's standing there. I'm not looking up either. But uh, there's Joe just just begging for attention from this guy. Uh, that's amazing. In Iowa, isn't that weird? If if I'm at an event and uh, there's somebody who's just blatantly ignoring me and clearly giving off that signal that they don't want me to approach him, I I'm not going to. Yeah, yeah, and that's not even an event. The guy was there just to just he's to just eating, chill out, man. Yeah, he's I mean, eating and watching a game. I mean, just think about if you're just at a table whether there's a game on or not, and there's this creepy old guy standing right next <clears throat> to your booth just staring at you. I'm hoping he keeps walking. I don't, I don't want this interaction in my life.
2: But no. no
1: How can not. you call him a creepy old guy?
2: I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. Huh. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. I've loved kids
1: jumping on my lap, too, middle <laughs> class Joe. <laughs> 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 oh! Hee I led the twelve year old boy children. Uh. Children are so and when they're on my lap I love that I love that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think this has been uh we've got a little footage oh, of this, this is making the rounds. This happening the now. Car- cartoon cartoon version. By the way, film. you know
2: I got a lot of I got hairy legs that turn <laughs> that, that, that 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 turn uh, uh, uh blonde, blonde. is the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. they look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap.
3: <laughs> it's updated with his
2: eye. That's really His f- bleeding eye is in that too. <laughs>
1: it's really funny. All right, we're going to have to tweet that out. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, so you can... In, enjoy. Is that the word I'm looking for? Enjoy that too? Mm, yeah. Oof. Anyhow. Uh, <laughs> I think the guy was be- the guy in the diner, I think he was being sarcastic, and now they're reporting it as if he doesn't know him. Uh, I asked the guy if he just wasn't a fan of Biden, and he says, who? <laughs> you know, he's just messing with you. I say the former VP, the man who farms in the Missouri Valley, says he's never heard of Joe Biden. I don't believe that. Farmer then learned that Biden had been vice president under uh, Barack Obama. Are you serious? He said, oh, I'm not an Obama fan. This is Republican country. <laughs> I don't know. He might have just been messing with the reporter. Who knows? Uh, but that, that Biden video is priceless. We got to keep that around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. Uh-huh. Then we come to uh, candidate Elizabeth Warren. Who's got a great goal? Um, here she is oh, talking about her goal. Be- if she's elected, here's what's going to happen before As a 2024.
0: It, what are your thoughts on the Electoral College? Uh, I want to get rid of it. Yay. So here's my goal. We my need goal is to get elected mm-hmm. and then to be the last
2: American president elected by the Electoral College.
3: Yeah.
0: I uh. want
2: the second term to be that I got elected by direct vote. I'm ready. Popular vote. Um, I just think uh-huh. this is how a democracy should work.
1: Yeah, it is. Call me
2: old fashioned. That's but why I we're think not the one. The person who gets the
3: most votes should win. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, okay, good. That's great. So I'm in. Let's <sighs> just go to mob rule now. Let's just go to majority rules on everything and see how you like it. That's a democracy. That's a democracy. Majority <laughs> rules. We'll vote on every issue. And the majority rules. Let's see how many minority issues get pushed through then in a democracy. That's just one of many reasons she's not going to win. She's just not going to That can't happen. I mean, when I get elected, my goal is to set fire to the United States Constitution. And she's going to do that in more ways than one. She's got so many issues that are unconstitutional. People and the Democrat lemmings just lapping it up. But not enough, I hope. To get her elected. Uh, here, then we found this. Someone found this interesting uh, old video. I think it's from 2018 of Michael Bloomberg talking about the poor. This oh is weird. yeah, check this out.
2: I sent this to say, well, taxes are regressive, but in this case. Mm -hmm. Yes, they are, that's the good thing about them, because the problem (laughs) is in people that don't have a lot of money. And so higher taxes should have a bigger impact on their behavior and how they deal with themselves. So I listen to people saying, oh, we don't want to tax the poor. Well, Well, we want the poor to uh live longer, so that they can get an education and enjoy life and that's what what, why you do want to do exactly what a lot of people say you don't want to do the question is Do you want to pander to those people, or do you want to get them to live longer? And there's just no question. If you raise uh taxes on full sugary drinks, for example, they will drink less. And there's just no question that full sugar drinks are one of the major contributors to obesity, and obesity is one of the major contributors to heart disease and cancer and a variety of other things. Hmm. So uh, it's like saying, I don't want to stop using coal because coal miners will go out of work well, will lose their jobs. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of soldiers in the United States and the U.S. Army But we don't want to go start a war just to give them something to do. And that's exactly what you're saying when you say, well, let's keep coal killing people because we don't want coal miners to lose their jobs. The truth of the matter is there aren't very many coal miners left anyways, and we can find other things for them to do. But the comparison is Mm -hmm. a life or a job or taxes or life. Which do you want to do? Take your poison.
1: We are all... That much more stupid for having heard that. Oh. What an idiotic. What an elitist. Argument. So this guy, and we knew this when he was mayor of New York, he wants to control every aspect of your life. He wants to decide what you eat, what you drink, what you spend your money on. He wants the poor to have less money so they can't buy things that he believes will hurt them in the long run that's incredible Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know what he's a dangerous guy i think air conditioning units especially like window units yeah i think they really harm the atmosphere well they do and so what we should probably do is Uh. outlaw the hooking up of said devices on the side on the sides of uh of suburbans that mayors drive around town where you're only allowed to idle for three minutes don't scoot Mm -hmm. around the law mayor what a hypocrite. What an elitist. And, and, and I cannot take that voice for four years. Never mind. I don't care what his policies are. I don't give you. He's a return of Calvin Coolidge. Mm. That elitist New York voice. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Please don't know. And he sur- he's at 6% now. Yeah. He is surging. What in the world? Well, I mean, he's surging to the bottom. More are the middle bottom layer i mean that's a quick leap it is from from sometimes they go you know as soon as you announce if it's somebody popular they go straight to the top and then work their way down from there he goes right to the middle of the lower layer so (laughs) i I think he's got nowhere to go but down when people start hearing stuff like that mm -hmm. i mean that is incomprehensibly stupid yep it is, Even Democrats are going to hate that. Wait, you want to tax the poor? Really? Well, it's for their own good, Yeah, Pat. it's for their own good. I mean, they, don't, do you, they don't know how to live their lives. So i got to show them. You're pro-death or pro-taxes. Which is it, sir? Right. Uh, that's right. I, By the way, in this latest uh, Harris poll, yeah, Biden is now at 31%. He's up one. Oh. Sanders is second in this one at 15. Down three. Warren... Down to 10 minus 5. Buttigieg is up to 9 uh, plus 2. You would think Buttigieg would be at 50% right now, the way the media is talking yeah, is about it. Is this a national poll? What is this? Uh, it is, I believe, yes. The survey found there's ticked up. Yes. It's among likely Democrat and Democratic leaning independents. And it looks like it is a Hill Harris X poll. That uh, is a national poll, I do believe. Yep. And then, so after Buttigieg, is Bloomberg at six? Yeah, he passed. He passed Harris, Harris. Yang, Klobuchar, Castro, Steyer, and everybody else who's in that race. Look at that. Unsure. 13%. Well, you better start figuring it out, Democrats. It's getting close. Mm Mm-hmm. 62 days away from the Iowa caucus. Two months uh, from today, yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray unleashed coming up.
0: It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze.
1: Thanks for being with us. We really appreciate it. And subscribe to the podcast if you would, uh, so that you're reminded every day. Mm-hmm. Hey, the uh, podcast ready for you to download, and then you just do, and yeah. you can have that. Uh, you can do that wherever you get your podcast. 888 thirty three ninety three From Fat Lump of Goo, we get this tweet. We aren't supposed to use real trees for Christmas. As that is tree murder. Oh. So then artificial, which is made from plastic, which is made from oil, which is bad. So Christmas canceled. Christmas is canceled Canceled. Yeah. yeah, you can't win. Yeah, right. <laughs> My goodness. From Chasm of Purple Hearts. <laughs> Where did they even... Where did they even find a tree for the White House? Didn't global meltdown burn them all up? Yeah. Must be an artificial one. And we just (laughs) learned that's wrong, too. From Bob Lobla, to think the Trump White House chose to not celebrate the Obama Christmas tradition of having a Chairman Mao on the shelf is deeply troubling. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Isn't it? Chairman Mao on the shelf. (laughs) It's so great. Mm -hmm. Deeply troubling, though, to... She said we got to change our traditions, and... So, Trump changed that one. Dang. Uh, <laughs> here's Melania showing us around the White House in oh, cool. their Christmas decor today. Oh, that's lovely. Look at all those trees. Nobody needs that many trees. Okay. Isn't that beautiful, though? That is very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Another tree at the end of a very I long I like the little corridor. hallway. Yeah, snowflakes and whatnot. Uh huh. Yeah. A really classic. Look at how beautiful this is. Jeez, very beautiful. That is just really nice. How is this red i don't see how it's like overly patriotic though uh but i think I'm they're going to show us i hope if this is the maybe this isn't the one i saw Uh-oh. oh no, there's there some go. stars oh no stars yeah we got some oh then there were some american flags on one and it was no. all red white and blue it looked really good i never really good but not all of them yeah are decorated that very way, subtle so. you know yeah it's not tacky Oh, that's really cool. That's America there. Right? The White House. In the this room. is a different one. And, see, Statue of Liberty. That is a different one because I saw the one I saw had Melania actually kinda of leading us through it. She didn't say anything, mm. she just showed. Uh, but a really nice a really nice uh Christmas decor at the yeah, White it House. Very nice in You'll there. You'll never see from Oh, well, they just completely- Look at how big this house is. They don't need a house that big. Look at that, they don't need that many trees. How many trees are they gonna kill? So maybe it's best they don't pay any attention to it. 888 900 93 Yeah. Uh, so, so she gets ridiculed for decorating the White House very nicely for mm-hmm. Christmas. I remember one time Michelle Obama was uh, just surprising guests. It was kind of cool. You know, people were just walking to the White House and then she walked, uh, she's standing there in the room and like to greet them and they were mm-hmm. not expecting it. It was a total surprise, but it just rubbed me the wrong way where she kept saying, welcome to my house. Welcome to my house. Yeah, not your I remember house. that. No, it is not your house. That's the people's house. Back off. hmm We pay for the lights in that thing. Now, if... I, I imagine mm-hmm. the building's actually paid for by now. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's like a... <laughs> uh, so, did we take out the 300-year mortgage? Is that what we're still paying? I'm hoping that's paid off. But yeah. you still need the utilities paid for, and we pay for all of that. But can you imagine if Melania says something, welcome to my house. Oh, they oh, jump goodness. all over her. 888 thirty three ninety three. By the way, the White House finally released $100 million in military aid to Lebanon after delaying it for months. Nobody really knew why, but they've quietly released now $105 million to Lebanon after months of unexplained delay that some lawmakers Here we go. compare to the aid for Ukraine. Yeah, we... There's no obligation to any of these countries to right. give them one cent. And why are we giving anything at any time to Lebanon who is infiltrated by Hezbollah? That, I mean. Are we supposed to just rubber stamp everything? Yeah, Whatever you so. want. Yep. I guess We're so. just a printing factory. Here you go, Lebanon. I mean, can we get something out of these deals at all? I wish. Trump was withholding. I I just did some digging last night when I saw this story. Okay. And I found out that Trump was withholding the aid until he got Lebanon to agree to investigate Seth Moulton. <laughs> and now... <laughs> I wait. It was, and everybody admits, yeah, it was a quid pro quo. We were, it was conditional on the Seth Moulton investigation. He knows it. Yeah. He's not so, running anymore. Well, that's why he finally released the money. I see now. <laughs> it, it, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it does. That Trump, man, he is calculated. Yeah, yeah. He and then as that, soon as Seth got out of the race... He saw that threat from Seth. Lebanon gets their cash. Mm. So did did <laughs> Lebanon find out anything about mm. Seth Moulton? No, we don't know. We don't We don't know. <clears throat> uh, the prime minister of Lebanon, uh, if they have one, said, <laughs> said there was no real pressure. He didn't feel pressured. Um, and he never actually did the investigation. So, hmm. 888-930. <laughs> but who do you believe? You don't know who to believe in this. <laughs> Lebanon's a bunch of liars. Uh, and, of course, Trump's not going to tell you. Yeah, and I'll bet you they don't release the transcript of that particular call. <laughs> <laughs> so, for some reason, Lebanon got $105 million. Is there anybody we don't give money to? Any country on Earth that hates our guts that we're like, you know what? No, we're not going to we're not gonna I'm going to look that money. up. Is there any country, <laughs> there any country on earth? the United States <clears throat> doesn't give money to? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Is there a list? Uh, no. No, because it doesn't exist. There is no country on earth. <laughs> doesn't seem... Doesn't, Actually, get US aid. That is so sad. Isn't that amazing? That is so pathetic. (laughs) Okay, here's a headline US gives financial aid to 96% of all countries. Well, I demand to know who the 4% are. Why are we withholding aid to the 4%? (laughs) Mm. 96% of countries. That's incredible. Uh, All right, we also got this, uh, this tweet from Scruffy Nerf Herder. Just keep one thing in mind, this is concerning the Chick-fil-A thing, with the disappointing Chick-fil-A donations. Boycotting them will absolutely hurt the local operators, who had absolutely no say in what the CEO decided to do. And that's true. Mm -hmm. Um, But we do have a little update about the Chick-fil-A donation. Turns out, according to Daily Caller, that the Southern Poverty Law Center donation was made by a volunteer member of the Chick-fil-A Foundation Advisory Board. Spokesperson didn't specify who the volunteer was and hasn't yet responded to a request for comment. Each volunteer advisor in 2017 was offered the opportunity to recommend a grant recipient. The grants were given to a range of organizations, including Meals on Wheels, Atlanta Mission, Holocaust Survivor Support Fund, uh, Georgia Historical Society, and Brain Health Institute Research at Emory University. Okay, so they were given the opportunity to recommend a grant recipient. So that means that this person must have recommended the Southern Poverty Law Center, and Chick-fil-A still said yes. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that seems like right. that didn't get vetted very well. Um, if that was an option <clears throat> to choose from, right? the Southern it Poverty it Law shouldn't Center. shouldn't have been, and there are, were apparently some other con- you know, sort of questionable donations on that list. So, I don't know if that exonerates Chick-fil-A, but the whole thing's kind of disappointing and confusing right now where they're concerned. You need to be tighter controls on where you're donating your money if, mm-hmm. if you want your money to go to places that you publicly claim you support and don't support. At the very least. All right, we, what, what has Hillary said most recently about running for oh, president? Oh, no. We'll share that with you. No. Next. Okay.
3: Pat Gray.
1: So is Hillary absolutely done in politics as she wrapped it up and conceded the fact that, all right, she's not going to be America's first woman president. Uh, Well, you tell me. Here's what she uh, just said. Was this the, uh, Mm -hmm. this is that Graham Norton Norton show in England where the guy gets all kinds of huge stars and political figures. For some reason, they all go on his show. I don't know what the deal is, but... Uh, he has an amazing guest list um, here's Hillary on the Graham show
2: and where are you are you saying forget me is that your mantra now not no. yet <laughs> <laughs> Because no. the rumor mill is flying, that yeah, you I could that. you could step back into the ring.
3: Yeah, I I um I hear that. I, I especially have been deluged in you know the last few weeks um <laughs> uh, with uh, thinking about uh, doing that. But yeah, right now course, yeah. I'm not.
1: Right, right at all, now you're uh, not at all. You I know see. planning that. Um, I'd have to make up my mind really quickly uh, because it's moving uh, very mm. fast. Yeah, it is, and there there she is. She's Leaving been, the door open. She was inundated, not, not with people supporting her running. No. Nobody's doing that. <laughs> but she was inundated. She was deluged. Yeah. Deluged, yeah. Right now, I'm not at all, uh, you know, planning that. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's just BS. I think she could jump into this race. I think she's going to. <sighs> Again, she considers it her birthright. Yeah. She really I believes... Don't. She's the she's the one who is supposed to be the first female president of the United States. And I, I think it drives her out of her mind to see how well Elizabeth Warren is doing. She can't have that. So, interesting. Another fascinating comment from her. But again, like she said, she's going to have to get into this fast. The deadline for Iowa mm-hmm. is December 30th, right? 31st. It's the 31st. Okay, so the it's end of the, the year. last day of this month. If we can avoid the the... the the Hillary campaign for 28 more days. Then it, we're safe. It seems like we're safe and in the clear. Yeah. Of course, she's a Democrat and she doesn't want to follow rules, so she'll probably right. petition Iowa along about mid-January. Put me on the ballot. Come on, put me on the ballot. So Or you're she could clear. skip Iowa. Hmm. Which, yeah, yeah I mean know, is probably they, not a good idea if you're a candidate. They but. did her wrong. They did her dirty last time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So... I can't wait to see. Can't wait to oh, see. Oh, I can. I don't, want, I don't want this happening at all. Let's just... I, <laughs> I don't I like, think she can win. I like the status quo. She thinks, she thinks if she gets in, she beats Trump's, Trump hands down. Uh, I don't think there's any way she beats Trump. Electoral College or popular vote. I, I don't think she does. Mm. Uh, also, on the impeachment front, uh, Volodymyr Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, speaking Mm -hmm. out again and once again told Time magazine this time, there was no quid pro quo demand from President Donald Trump involving military aid. So, I don't know how many times he has to say this. Here's the alleged victim of it, saying no, I didn't feel pressured. However, uh, he did say that he was irritated He said, I don't want us to look like beggars, but you have to understand we're at war. If you're our strategic partner, then you can't go blocking anything for us. I think that's just about fairness. Oh, no. (laughs) It's not about quid pro quo. It just goes without saying, okay, this guy just thinks he has it coming to him from us. How's this for... Fairness. And he evoked the word. Mr. Zelensky. Fairness. We're canceling the check. The $400 million check. Cancelled the next year and every year thereafter. You're on your own. Good luck. I'm just so tired of these ingrates and people who believe that we are obligated to support them. Of course, I guess we do have a pact with them. Mm-hmm. So, but Obama never gave him any military aid. But he gave him blankets. We've been over this. He gave <laughs> did, them He did give them blankets. Blankets. Yeah, and that was pretty powerful, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure they're grateful for the blankets. Um Triple Eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, for a quick Aunt Becky update. Her her daughter, I guess, is back on YouTube now, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I guess so. And here she is
0: hi everybody it's olivia jade welcome
1: hi back
0: to my youtube channel obviously i've been gone for a really long time and as much as i wish i could talk about all of this Mm -hmm. it's really hard for me to say this just because i know that Mm -hmm. it's something that needs to be addressed it's just unfortunately which is also why i didn't know exactly when i should and we've missed come back you. to youtube yeah, we've um, missed you. yeah but the reason for that is just because i'm legally not allowed to speak on I anything going on right now oh, well. uh, a part of me is like should i come back to youtube
1: uh-huh. right mm-hmm. now because it's is... been so
0: long and i actually mm-hmm. really really miss it like i genuinely <laughs> miss filming i feel like a huge part of me is just Not the same because this is something that I'm really passionate about and something I really like to do. Yeah, Uh, but I also didn't know. I debated for like seven or eight months, like, well, if I can't talk about it, is there a point in coming back?
1: It's a good discussion. I'm not able to say anything. Okay,
0: I want to come back because I want to come back. There's no. Okay, so mm -hmm.
1: she wants to come back. So she's back
0: talking for 10 minutes to the camera about yeah. how I wish I could say something when I really can't.
1: That's because exactly what you're doing. Wait, Thank so you so
0: much for your exactly patience or if you stuck around for doing. nine months just waiting.
1: Uh-huh. I
0: really appreciate it. We waited for this? this? the best I can do. What? I no! I want on with no. my life I'm not trying to be in a selfish way. Ah, uh, it's so hard because I'm not trying to like- Oh, come yeah. on, Olivia, Jade, we need an update! about me. Uh-huh. What's been going for, like, on? How I've been because it- Yeah, how have you been? It's not the point of this, oh, though I'm terrified to make this video and to okay. come back.
1: And yet you did I know that I also want to so start courageous.
0: taking smaller steps yeah. in the right direction for Ooh. people that have been DMing mm-hmm. and asking me. And all the story is, I've missed you guys so much, and I'm just really excited <laughs> to start filming again <laughs> and to start goodness. uploading. What? I really what? hope you enjoy the vlog.
1: Oh, that was, that was that powerful. Was I, I feel totally really edified by that. Worth that was... the wait. Nine so months she debated we were... whether she should come back and say virtually nothing because she can't say anything Mm -hmm. and then uh so hey pat yeah she posted this uh less than 48 hours ago Uh uh-huh 3.675 million people have watched that video including us including us you're welcome we played right into it (laughs) it's great it's because, you know, I mean, she's beautiful and people are gonna watch beautiful yeah. people on YouTube, aren't they? That just happens all the time. But then I think, you know, my grandson is watching these videos all the time on what he calls his PiPad. PiPad. And on the PiPad, uh, he he usually goes to videos with the people opening the toys or they have a giant box of toys and they just and you just see their hands come into the box, pick one of the toys up, manipulate it for a second, move the arms, move the legs, put it back down, do the same thing with the next toy. I mean, over and over and over again. Some of those have, I don't know, 50 million views on them. It doesn't take much. I, I don't even, I don't know what the secret is. It It doesn't have to be good. It just has to hit a note with uh, two-year-olds, I guess, and... Certainly, Jade just did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm guilty of those unboxing videos. You hear this? Hear this? Martin watches those unboxing videos. Martin, you actually do? You watch them? Yeah, I watch them, but the the technology videos. Okay, and you watch watch them unbox like like an iPhone or something? Yeah, phones, like smartwatches and TVs. Yeah. Okay, and (laughs) why? Why do you do that? What? Why? Why? Because it's so interesting. Is it? Is it really? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Whatever. You got some things for Martin to do around here? That maybe, <laughs> well, you need, uh... Obviously has way too much time on his hands. 888 <laughs> <888-900-33-93. gasps> Oh. 3393 uh, This is fascinating, too. A Canadian newspaper just ran an ad promoting Christmas, Pictures <laughs> with Satan. Oh, that's Oops, a fun CDs. way to celebrate hey, the Hey, come holiday. get a picture with Satan. Uh, No, no thank you. Right in front of the Mao Christmas tree. A British Columbia newspaper is being roasted on social media after running an ad promoting pictures with Satan at the upcoming Comox (laughs) Valley Christmas Parade. The ad promotes a lineup of events coinciding with the parade, a gnarly Christmas craft fair, followed by a performance from Captain Thunderpants. Captain Thunderpants. Okay, I gotta look up Captain Thunderpants. And then ultimately... A chance to have your photo taken with Satan. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) Think they meant Santa, but that's how it appeared. I mean, don't they have proofreaders at this newspaper? That's crazy. Captain Thunderpants is (laughs) creepy. Really? Yes. He looks like um, Carrot Top. And is he just in, like, underpants or something? Is he like Captain Underpants? I don't know. No, here he's waist up, but... uh, Wow, that's not good. Captain Thunderpants. Hmm. Strange. I mean, what what people will go to and watch and enjoy. I kind of want to check out that gnarly Christmas craft fair, too, though. (laughs) Doesn't that that sound good? That actually does sound kind of fun. It really does. Oh, and this is phenomenal news. This should have happened a long time ago. President Trump is going to designate Mexican drug cartels terrorist organizations, but it has... Shocked, Mexican officials. We're stunned. Why would you do that? Huh. We only have thirty-six thousand murders a year. <laughs> what? What do you need? I, how could you dare call them a terrorist group? Which they did. Oh, we're about to. I about guess to, yeah. he announced that he will designate the drug Mexican drug cartels as terrorist organizations, allowing the United States government to take decisive action against these organizations uh-huh. it's about time like go in there and bomb the cartel go in there with navy seals and take out their leadership i mean it's so bad in mexico do you know they've taken over much of the avocado industry i do I, they just where the money is they found that avocados were now lucrative because for some reason americans love avocados that's weird man. avocado toast Ugh. And then the stuff that you dip chips the, in. The, oh, the texture. The, Just, there's no flavor. It looks Texture's like gross. baby poop. It's it does. Ask, ask Beto. Remember right. the prank he played with his wife? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. There's a reason he used avocado. The, the dip after the smashed up <laughs> avocado stuff. But uh, yeah, uh, I mean, that's great. That's great. But now it's time to label Antifa a, a terrorist group too, that's Mr. Sure. President. That's for sure. Speaking with uh, former Fox News host Bill O'Reilly, Trump said they will be designated. I've been working on that for the last 90 days. You know, designation is not that easy. You have to go through a process, and we're well into that process. He didn't elaborate on the specifics, but suggested U.S. action is meant to help topple the cartels. Why would Mexico not want that? Right, this guy, this president down there, he's, he's not easy to deal with. Uh, Designating the cartels as terrorist organizations is a powerful measure. Under U.S. law, it's illegal to knowingly support designated terror organizations, and people associated with designated organizations are barred from entering the U.S. Financial institutions are also prohibited from doing business with them. Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador and his administration said they were caught off guard Mm -hmm. by the announcement. Too bad. Mexico's foreign ministry said in a statement they want to meet with senior level U.S. officials as soon as possible to discuss it. Okay. All righty. Well, well, we'll, we'll, we'll tell you what we're going to do. That's I, your discussion. I'm sure they're going to. I can understand the sensitivities of, of an incursion into a foreign country. Yeah. yeah. But Mexico, yeah. when but our not, citizens are being <clears throat> yeah. uh, murdered. Slaughtered. Mm-hmm and you don't seem yes. to really care, we see a problem. It, we're we're going to have a cooperation now. Clearly, they've not been able to get a grip on this. They can't handle it. It's The situation has gotten worse and worse and worse until Mexico is just a failed nation now. I mean, they've everything's out of control and out of the hands of the government. They can't do anything about it. When they sent... Back in the 2000s, uh, between 2001 and 2010, they sent... 7,000 troops to northern Mexico. They lost 4,000 of them, of the seven, to the drug cartels. Like they, they, they switched sides? Switched sides. Oof. Joined the cartels. So Why? Yeah. Because they were offered more money than they could make otherwise. And now you've got military-trained military you exactly right, cartel members. Which you already had, anyway, with the Zeta Group. The uh, Commando Zetas, which the... There were 70 of them initially that the U.S. trained. Uh, and the C- the CIA trained them. Then those 70 went and trained <clears throat> a whole bunch more. And then were bought up by the cartels. And now they themselves are a cartel. And now there's, you know, over a thousand of them. There's many, many, many more. And they're brutal uh, and well-trained. Yeah, it'd be nice if we didn't have to uh, involve ourselves in foreign (laughs) entanglements, but uh, you know what would help that? A wall. Yeah. How about we put a Mm -hmm. wall up? And stop with this nonsense of, well, it's stolen land anyway. They're just coming back to the land. We stole from them. Okay. Yeah. We need to stop with that nonsense. Mm -hmm. Well, they're really helpful to our economy. Everybody who pours across the border. Yeah. And a lot of them are... You know, not a lot, maybe, but some of them are terrorists. Some of them are drug cartel members. Uh, They're not just smuggling humans across the border. They're smuggling drugs across the border, which also kill Americans. Oh, you know what else we're smuggling across the border? Uh, Diseases. Yes. Just saying. Yeah. Reintroduce things like leprosy. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Ben-Hur. I mean... I mean, it does kind of mix it up a little bit. It's not your, you know, your run of the mill disease. When you can talk about leprosy <laughs> invading your country, you're like, you know what? Uh, yeah. It's flu season, but apparently it's also leprosy, leprosy season. season. Yay! Yay! Tis the season for your skin falling off. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> See, we're your third world, our nation, every yeah. with with policies uh-huh. like this, and um, yeah, we are. It's frustrating. I, I, if all of the things that we should be able to come together on mm-hmm. as a nation, you would think it would be the security of our borders, but wouldn't you? I'd, I'd be wrong. That's what I get for trying to make sense of the world. Well, you can't. <laughs> you just not in this day and age. You cannot make sense of the world. 888 hundred thirty three right. I, I think we've had enough uh, mind-numbing, irritating, frustrating stories today. Mm-hmm. This is kind of a cool one. Uh, in 1989, a couple from Long Island, New York paid about a hundred dollars for an unclaimed storage unit. <clears throat> it was a blind auction, meaning that they didn 't have any idea what was inside when they bought it. Uh, this is cool i, I 've heard of these but i 've never seen <clears throat> them you know i yeah. 'd love to be a part of something like this i don 't go looking for them. When the couple opened the unit, they were in for what would likely be the surprise of their lives <clears throat> buried under some old blankets was a 1976 Lotus Esprit sports car used in the filming of the 1977 James Bond movie, The Spy Who Loved Me. (laughs) In the movie, the sports car famously transforms into a submarine and fires missiles while underwater. Oh, yeah. I want this car. car. That's kind of a cool car that will do that. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. One of eight used in the filming of the Roger Roger Moore Bond movie, but the only one that operated in underwater scenes, been put in storage unit after filming and just stayed there. And people forgot about it for over a decade until this New York couple uh, came along. (laughs) Now, they're remaining anonymous, and you're going to see why in a second. It's probably a really good thing. Uh, At first, they really didn't know what it was. It's a Doug Radinius co-founder of the uh, Ian Fleming Foundation, which authenticated the car. Mm. they told uh, He told NBC in 2013 about the couple who ran a business renting construction tools. They'd never even seen a Bond movie. They had no idea how valuable their discovery <laughs> was. <clears throat> so they just see this old car in there. Uh-huh. It's a pretty cool looking car, as you see, but they didn't have any idea that it was this valuable. Uh, actors Barbara Bach and Roger Moore who were in The Spy Who Loved Me, Mm -hmm. sat on the uh, 76 Lotus, and I think you just saw that. Yeah. So the husband had been planning to fix the sports car's dented roof and make some other improvements to it. But after they loaded the car onto a truck and headed for home, truckers contacted them via CB radio to let them know (laughs) that they are hey, uh, Breaker19, you got a James Bond car. Uh, in, uh, on your on your truck bed there. Wow. The husband later went out and rented the movie on VHS <laughs> and saw what he had. <laughs> After they cosmetically restored it, they displayed it in occasional exhibits over the next two decades before they finally put it up for auction in 2013. Okay, so this was a, keep in mind, $100 blind auction investment. What's behind door number bucks. two? The Lotus sold at auction at Sotheby's in 2013 to a secret buyer who was later revealed to be dun, dun, dun. Elon Musk, <laughs> who paid how much? 997 thousand dollars for it.
3: Oh boy!
1: You imagine that? Uh-huh. A million dollars essentially for this oh. Lotus that they paid a hundred bucks for. That's a yeah, it's good profit on your investment. That's it not is bad at all. quite the turn on investment, yeah. Why can't I find something like that? Let's look for some blind auctions. Jeez. Let's go do this. Yeah, and you're going to get burned every time. You're going to get like some dust bunnies. Dust. and uh-huh. Some, Spider webs. Yeah, there's a oh, there's a padlock in the corner, it looks like, son. All right. There's hey, $100. look, it's an old toilet plunger. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's, yeah. what, that's what I would pay 100 bucks like, for. Like, this is the opposite of what... Geraldo went through with uh, Al Capone's yeah, uh, safe. Right. We're going to find something great. Oh, look at there. There's an old bottle of pop in the <laughs> corner and, uh, and nothing else. No no James Bond vehicle, Not that's one for sure. Nothing else. <laughs> yeah, why doesn't this stuff happen? Why don't I find uh, constitutions behind paintings? Yeah, that be great? probably because oh, there's no way I'm ever going to buy a painting. It's probably the issue there. But uh, I, I, I will always want to be that person finds that true. Be nice. Uh, this is kind of cool, too. Pathead uh Joel Nert <laughs> sent this video to us. Yes, he did. That is speaking truth. Oh, <laughs> Here's geez. the truth he speaks.
3: Hello, gents. You know what frustrates me when people speak incorrectly? Whether it's mispronounced words, mm-hmm. wrong phrases, messed up idioms, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, I could care less how you talk in private. <laughs> but if you're talking in public or specifically if you're talking to me, you need to nip that stuff in the butt. Let me ask you something. If you do it on accident or on purpose, is it one in the same? Supposedly, people often talk wrong because they were taught wrong. Their parents could've, should've taught them right, which is exponentially worse. I can give them some lead way, but irregardless, there's a statue of limitations on how long you can get away with that chicanery. It's a doggy dog world And if you don't do a complete 360 Society will extract its revenge on you If you think Mm -hmm. you can continue to be lackadaisical with these mistakes Each one worse than the next Uh You have another thing coming Now one little asterisk that I'll add here Just to prevent a complete nuclear meltdown in my brain If you'll promise to share your sherbet with me I will forgive you in one foul sweep You know, I once met an athlete in Nevada who talked wrong
1: (laughs) He didn't do good That's so good That is, that's really well done Yes And had most of them Yeah uh, Included there uh, did he have an especially in there that's one of my favorites yeah right he now. did yeah especially uh-huh <clears throat> love that um especially is one of the most uh frequent things i i i hear now uh, that's pronounced wrong we will especially <laughs> we, uh, we will send this out right now it's funny so you guys can check uh, this out and share it with your friends thanks for that this joel is so funny. really nicely done triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three also please once again just a little caution You know, until we meet you tomorrow. Uh, Don't kiss your dog. Oh, no. On the lips. I don't like this story. Okay. How many stories have we had like this lately? The butt-tongue disease has struck again in Germany. 63-year-old man in Germany died after contracting the rare infection when he was licked by his dog. Doctors have warned pet owners to seek urgent medical advice if they exhibit unusual flu-like symptoms following... Being licked by your dog. The previously healthy man's infection was caused by, you know, this bacterium that's commonly found in the mouth of dogs and cats. And it's transmitted to humans only in rare cases, but it's, I mean, we're hearing about it quite a bit lately. Yeah. A woman lost her hands and legs recently to an infection from puppy kisses. Mm. Man lost his hands and feet after uh, the same thing. And this guy died from it. Yeah, butt tongue disease, man. We found something worse than leprosy, I guess. Don't make out with your dog. Good safety yeah, too. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Yep. And we'll remind you again tomorrow. But for today, this is the last time we can remind you of this. Uh-huh. Don't make out with your dog. Don't do it. All right. We'll see you tomorrow.